And one of the things that Tomlin does is he gets to the office before everyone else. Again, not a new leadership strategy, right? No. He pulls in early and he gets all the work done uh, that he needs to that morning before anyone else gets there. And he knows exactly when players are going to arrive. Welcome to the Culture Classroom, a podcast for teachers and coaches by teachers and coaches. Listen to top leaders, innovators, and influencers share their stories about how intentional culture elevates performance. Now, here are your hosts, John Weaver and John Tory. Let's get better together. What's up, JT? Uh, we're doing what we said we're going to do. We're going to be in the lab giving our uh, listeners content. So here we go with the second episode in season 12 for the new year. Yeah, man, it's uh, it's great. It's crazy to think that we are this far in. And uh, yeah, people are just, I don't know, trying to put out new content all the time, learning and growing and in the lab is exactly right. That's right. Well, um, you told me something about Mike Tomlin and it is NFL season. Um so I'd love to hear what you're reading. This is, I think, the first book of 2024 for you. And you're five pages in. And I think it's a new little twist on um, how to think of things of your daily routine. And uh, I think it's going to be important for our listeners. I mean, even NFL, look, you're even wearing your black, red, and gold Niners tie. I mean, you're already there. You're already yeah. there with the NFL. However, we're going to be talking about the Steelers and Mike Tomlin. So take it away. Yeah, so like Al Davis used to say that you don't work in the NFL, you live the NFL. That was kind of the mindset, the mentality. And uh, full disclosure, like I'm not a Steelers fan. I like Mike Tomlin, but I don't know much about him or his history. And so uh, for Christmas, I got a, the Tomlin book, the the new biography out there by John Harris. And uh, I started reading just a little bit yesterday while I was waiting for my kids get picked up from wrestling practice, you know, cause that's what I get paid to you coach. Cause it's fun. You get paid to make sure everyone has a ride and a way home. And uh, early on in the book, in the first few pages, it talks about how Work he, on hold on. And uh, we'll get there on Friday the 8th. And, uh, go ahead. It talks about how he is a master connector with people and that's his superpower. It's not, that he's a systems coach. It's not his system. It's just that he's really good with people. And in it, he's really transparent with his players. The people that have played for him over the last 20 years, he's never had a losing season. You know, he's won a Super Bowl. He's been to another one. So super successful everywhere he goes. And that doesn't happen, right? It doesn't just happen. Like you win with people. We talk about that all the time. But he talks about if you want to be a stealer and you want to be elite as a stealer, then your relationship has to be unique. And in order to have a unique relationship, you need to do unique things. So that can be a lot of different things, right? We talk about relationships. We've talked about relation sides. We've talked about all the different ways, the things we do that make you and I unique for right. our players and for the people that we, we lead. And one of the things that Tomlin does is he gets to the office before everyone else. Again, not a new leadership strategy, right? No. He, pulls in early, and he gets all the work done uh, that he needs to that morning before anyone else gets there. Mm -hmm. And he knows exactly when players are going to arrive. People start arriving. He knows their routine. He knows their morning schedule. They're professionals. He trusts them to do their job. Some players like to come in and get breakfast. Some players like to come in and get a cold tub or a treatment uh, in. Some players like to uh, lift. 
Some people, uh, you know, they like to do their own thing, right? They like to watch film. Some guys just want to hang around the locker room. And Tomlin knows all this. And he knows when people are going to arrive. I think about that scene in Home Alone where Marv and Harry are kind of like sketching out the neighborhood. And they're like, and now. And then all of a sudden the Christmas lights come on. I mean, that's essentially what Tomlin does with his organization. Yeah. And he goes, Every day at whatever time the lights are supposed to come on in Home Alone, he gets up and he walks around with a cup of coffee. And for him, he just calls it his daily lap. Like, this is my path. These are the people I hit. I know these Christmas lights are coming on now. And it's like, for him, the superpower is it gives him a one-on-one relationship with people. And they don't even know that they have a one-on-one relationship. Yeah, that's so powerful. Um, when you were telling me this last night when I was driving home, I started thinking about, do I even have a routine that, you know, because we all, when you want to have a conversation with someone, typically you go to the lunch, you know, and you sit down with them and you're in charge of that conversation, how it goes. And they have no idea whether you're evaluating them or you're, you know, leave it at that. You're evaluating them. Uh, maybe you're an athletic director and you're evaluating them and, a tough season had happened and you're trying to figure out without having that formal meeting, but you navigate that. The same thing Tomlin's doing right now, but he's getting inside the mind of all of his people that work in that organization to, I mean, I don't know. I, I think it's genius. I think about my daily lap, which I, I don't even have a daily lap. It's, I, I don't know if it's a daily skip. I don't know. Uh, but that is de- definitely something to look into for elite leadership, a, a level five leader, if you will, of going into, you know, yes, it's important to have relationships, but now you're starting to be so intentional that, you know, when John goes and gets a cup of coffee, you know, who's uh, that Jacob is working out in the weight room. You know that uh, Henry pulls up at this time. And the first thing he does is go to his locker and pull something out and, Maybe he checks to whatever, but you have all those and nobody really knows that you do that, that you're the, that you're checking in on, but you know exactly where each player, each person, each employee does. And now you're being super intentional of making sure that, Hey, Hey, are, are they, how are they starting today? You know, you know, people say woke up on the wrong side of the bed. Well, how's this person taking today? Well, Maybe there's a conversation I need to have. I have, find out how they approach the building and their mindset in the building. Well, now you're like, you're going to pivot off of that. Like, hey, today's not a day to do that. So, yes, we say intentional relationships matter, but this is going down to the core of knowing who people are when they come into your facility that you're going to be with on a daily basis. Yeah. And I think about like, I think it's easy in the NFL, right? Because you got, it's not easy. But it's easier in the NFL because people are habit driven. They're adults. It's much harder to do with kids because so much of their day is unpredictable. But just start thinking about uh, for me, I don't have a routine either. Right. I check in with the same teachers that I either walk in with or that I need to check in with in the morning because it's just good for my soul. It's part of me being grounded with my team or uh, with the, the other people in the building that I have good relationships with, close relationships with collegial relationships with. But I think about like high school kids, do I need to start thinking about what does their path to the locker room look like? Like Mm -hmm. from their eighth period class to their locker, to the locker room, what hallway do they take? 
you know, what artery from our school gets them to, to our meeting point? Do I meet them at their locker? Are they a senior and they don't have any class after one o'clock? So they go home and they come in through the side door. Uh, there's just a lot of ways you can do this. Do you touch base with, like in our high school, we have a freshman hallway and a sophomore hallway and junior and seniors have different paths, but it's like, you start mapping this out and say, Monday, I'm going to focus on talking to four freshmen on their way down to the locker room. Or on Tuesday, you know, I, I know that I need to touch base with our juniors, or I know that I need to touch base with our leadership team. So yeah. I think there's a lot of lessons you can learn off this, but I don't have a path either. And my challenge to our listeners, my challenge to you, and my notes that I actually scribble in in the margins of my book, right, are... How can I be more intentional with this? How can I take what Tomlin does and make it part of Monarch football? Yeah, I want to read this for, for our listeners. And this is him talking about his daily lap. Is I better be sensitive to the needs of the group and I better work to meet them. And now, and he goes on to say, and that's why I mean when I say I better be the way they need me to be. So it's got to look different. It's got to be different. It's got to be different things. It's got to be different times. And I'm open to that part of coming in ready. Like I talked about coming ready and coming in. The spirit in which I come in, just that because day to day. Like you have to be ready. So then he says this, and this is the one. This is the one that got me and you have it highlighted. I don't know what they need me to be. I better have my ear to the ground. I better get a feel for it. I think that's one of the reasons why I established the routine that I do right now. And that's huge that... I need, and it goes back to Angus Reed, right? Coach Dan asking, how good do you want to be? It's, I need to know the needs of my people so I can serve them. Because you go back to the core of leadership, it's all about being a servant and well, how intentional are with them. The higher you go, the easier it is to not serve, right? Mm -hmm. I'll go draft someone better. Our right tackle's not getting it done. You know, in high school, they're all walk-ons. We talk about that all the time. But in the NFL, I'll just go draft whoever. Right. Or I'll go, I'll go trade for Brandon Sheriff, for example. Right. Okay. Like, so the higher you go, the more it's needed, but the less we do it. It's so much easier to just sit in our office. Uh, and Tom Izzo talked about this at Michigan State. Like, I'm not a basketball fan, but if you don't like Tom Izzo, I mean, he, he's an amazing leader. He talks about whenever he has a conversation with someone, it is not in the office. He will walk across campus with them on their way to the next class. He will take them out to lunch. He will bring them over to his house to watch another basketball game or whatever. But anytime he has contact individually with one of his players, it is not in his office. Yeah. And I want to go to this because I think some people might think that we're, that Tomlin's trying to change players. We're not trying to change the way they act. We're not trying to change the way they feel. And he goes on to say this, Tomlin has shown the persona of someone whose goal is not to change in quotes, a player, but rather learn who they are and how they and how to work with them, get the best out of each and every one of them, not for his own personal benefit, but rather the team. And I think that's sums it up. Like what's your end goal? I want you to be a better person than you were yesterday. And like the thing, I want you to be better today than you were yesterday. And I want you to be better tomorrow than you are today. For the and work. Look, and it's okay to be transactional, right? Like because the whole point of having a relationship is we have something we are mutually pursuing. I think that's okay. If you're in that spot, fine. Uh, then, and I said that to my team the other day, we have a first year teacher on our team and like, she's 22 right out of college. And she's like, 
Well, I have a good relationship with this kid. Well, that's great. Now, how do we get them to do their homework, right? So they don't fail five classes. I love that you want to sit and hang out with them for 30 minutes when we have our homeroom period. But how do we get them now to sit with you for 30 minutes and not fail classes? Right. Affirmation, accountability. That's it. That's it, right? Your two words. And it's like, that's what Tomlin's doing. I mean, we all have a shared purpose here. Mm-hmm. So if you're starting there and, and you need to have your daily lap, right? Or you're mapping out your daily map, there's got to be a purpose for it. And it's okay to be selfish and be like, well, I need our organization to do this. But the more you do it, the more authentic it will become. Like everything else that you and I've talked about and you and I've done over the last, you know, two decades of coaching or however long we've been in this business, right. like- like then the more authentic it is, then the less forced it feels, then the more it's just part of what you do. And Tomlin, no, no stranger, or um, he's not like brand new to the profession. He's been in the profession for a long time. The NFL stands for not for long. Well, Tomlin is defying the odds. You know, he's won a Super Bowl as an assistant with the Bucks. He's won the Super Bowl with the, with the Steelers as the head coach. Like no secret, he's on his way to Canton. Yeah, that's absolutely true. But it didn't just happen. Right. It's about being intentional and how do you serve the organization and getting people on board with your plan. If it means take a daily lap, take a daily lap. Whether it's Why not? Or a half mile, no matter how long it is, just make sure you get it done. And just like everything else we talked about, Coach Weaver, that's gold, it doesn't cost anything. That's true. A, l- a little bit of time, maybe a soda or a cup of coffee. Uh, but yeah, so, so I guess week one challenge to our listeners out there figure out how can you maintain contact how can you build individual relationships with those closest to you in your organization yeah that'll do it for this episode of the culture classroom continue to listen to more as we drop new content in 2024 coaches how many times has your wife asked you why are you getting home so late I'm guilty of this too, and it's what sparked a conversation and eventually led to a playbook software. For my husband, it was the frustrations of time wasted on the busy work. Copying, pasting, nudging, rearranging plays, and making last minute changes to the playbook. And that's when it clicked. He made a list of features he wished Visio and PowerPoint had, and then created ProQuickDraw a plugin specifically for drawing playbooks, making scout cards and presentations in Visio and PowerPoint. Over three quarters of the NFL are using ProQuickDraw and thousands of colleges and high schools are turning to this platform because it's addressing the problems modern day coaches have. Do me a favor, find us on the web, ProQuickDraw, book a demo with one of our coaches and tell them the Culture Classroom podcast sent you and you'll get 15% off your annual subscription. Now get home to your wife.